and 11 o'clock. She's standing on the line. Uh, my next guest in pages, stages, screens and more. Stages, pages, screens and more. On the Art of Everything with Bridget Masinga. Salamine Musese joins me on the line. You know Salamina, she is an actress. Um, she is no stranger to SABC audiences, having grown up in front of our TV screens. She's a devoted wife, a devoted mommy, and now she is a published author. Disaster at Gogo Spaza. I was uh, snuggled up in bed last night and having a read at this book. Congratulations, first and foremost, uh, Miss Salamina, on this incredible, incredible first first edition, first offering as a published author. Thank you so much. I was so excited when I saw your story and that you got the book in your hands. I um, do. I'm just incredibly excited. Thank you. I mean, how are you feeling at this moment? Because this is the first time you are a published author, but have you written before? Were you fascinated by short stories prior to this? And not even, hey, um, I was a blogger, and <laughs> that's, about, that's about as far as I got in terms of writing, because even in when we produce our films, mm. in our partnership with Stefina, I'm not the one who writes. Mm. I, I edit our scripts, but I don't write, you know, so this is a very, very new thing for me um, wow. in terms of building a story, blogging. Yeah. I've always blogged about like just personal things, mm. an experience I had or a book I read or a trip I took. And, mm. and yeah, that's as far as my writing went until now. So then, Salamina, I've got to ask you, what then inspired you to say, you know what, I'm going to write. And not only am I going to write, I'm going to write a children's short story book. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's a combination of things. So at the time when I started writing, it was lockdown. Mm. And I know you'll remember at the time, none of us knew exactly what's happening in the world. It was such a confusing time and anxious time. And I'd also just given birth. I, we had a three-month-old baby at the time. Mm. I was homeschooling. Um, so I was also feeling restless. Mm. Um, so I... And, and and having conversations with myself, most importantly, about mm. what else? What else can I do? Right now, we can't shoot, we can't film, I can't act. Mm. Um, and and I, I started just, you know, wondering what other skills do I have, even if, you know, this situation lasts for the next two years, and mm. it actually did, <laughs> this lockdown. And um, so I registered for a short writing course and it was in exploring the writer side of me mm. that this book came to be. I've, I'd had other um, ideas for children's books. Mm. So to come back to the other part of your question, I think once you have a child, mm. you start to look for, I mean, my daughter likes to read yeah. um, and I'm also really strict with screen time. Mm. So obviously reading is a big part of our lives. And the older I started to get as well, representation mattered more to me. So I was always trying to find, you know, writers that were black or South African or African mm. and then story characters that were characters that my daughter would relate to that looked like her, etc. So this is also 
what inspired this book. It was in seeing that there is still an opportunity for us to flood the market with mm. stories about young black children um, that they can relate to and then they start to see themselves reflected back to themselves in media. I mean, this book chronicles the story of three mischievous and, might I say, overly zealous cousins. Um, we've, we've all had that moment when you are visiting Gogo for the holidays and suddenly you are, you know, being creative. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. But it's a beautiful tale. And I think when I read it, and I read it yesterday, you know, front to back, uh, and for Aww, me, it was—it's very relatable. I—I I mean, I'm not even blowing smoke up you, Salamina. I've, you know, I've read so many children's books um, as part of, as part of National Book Week. Obviously, doing broadcasting and focusing on literature as well. Um, mm-hmm. This is one of the best told stories I've ever read. And if you are South African or African, you don't even have to be from Soweto but it's relatable. That whole dynamic oh. between the three cousins being at Gogos for the holiday, uh, you know, and helping out. And there's a there's a learning that goes as part of the story as well. In fact, multiple lessons to be learned in the story. Um, so how did you how did you come up with it? How did you, you, you know, when you sat after your writing course and then you were like, OK, let me plot. Let me plot the story. Where did it begin? Firstly, thank you for saying that. I get, uh, you know, it's the launch tomorrow. So my biggest thing has been, what did I write and does it land? You mm. know, um, it's not easy to test material on multiple people. It's just not the way this happened because it was also a crazy time. So mm. thank you for that. I'm so glad to hear you say that. <laughs> I think I'll have some power going into the launch tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but to answer your question, you know, I'm one of those people, I really, really, really enjoy the company of children. Mm. I find them so healing for my soul. I've, I've, I like to play games. I've always considered myself young at heart. Mm. So in parenting, my daughter is 11 now. So I've really had time to see her from when the game started to where they are now with her nephews, mm. with my nieces and nephews, her cousins, mm. and listening to how they talk and all those conversations. So this is how I decided to plot this. It was just a simple thing of, cool, I've always known I love my gogo, mm. I call her gogo. She's passed on, but we were incredibly close. And she also had this mischievous side of her that my parents or, or you know, my mom and her siblings just never quite grasped mm. the way we as the grandkids did. And so I played on that. You know, gogo in the book you saw, she's also... You know, much as she's maternal and strict and all of that, she lets these kids get away oh, with yes. a lot. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, but it, it doesn't take away from that parental thing that she has. And mm. then these kids are also, you know, I think we're so different in in so many ways to this generation of children like my daughter and mm. Because I also feel like they also get away with so much because they are far more outspoken than we were at their age. Absolutely. You know, they know a lot more. They're more exposed. 
so to speak. Mm. Um, and those two elements were what I was playing with. And then to explain, I've really always been morbidly curious about Soweto because my my father is from Soweto, mm. but when we stayed with my paternal grandmother in Midlands, mm. we weren't allowed to play with the other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we, As would be the just, case when the grandchildren from the burbs are visiting. <laughs> you know, you know. They say was, you're not street smart. <laughs> yeah, she she actually used to say, you know, like because we, my siblings and I, were from the rural part of. In, in Limbobo. Mm. When we came to Soweto, it really was a Jim Comes to Jordan kind of situation. Yeah. So we had these cousins who were so much smarter, so much street smarts and blah, blah, blah. But my grand just never allowed us to go outside except when we walked to this puzzle shop. Uh-huh. So this is a very full circle moment for me because I've always been curious about how people run them, what happens, and it was always exciting for me, those walks, because it literally, it was like we were zoo animals. The <laughs> other kids would point at us, because we were those kids, that they would see us over the fence, but we were never outside. So it was also just a coming out when we did get to walk to this puzzle, even though my grand was there, and then we'd walk back. Yeah. You know, so yeah, this is... <laughs> <laughs> the long and short of what inspired this silly, fun, crazy story. I love it. Salamina Musese, author, published author of Disaster at Gogo Spaza. Uh, please correct me if I get the illustrator's name wrong. Is it Vian Olifson? who is your co-illustrator on this one. Beautiful illustrations as well. And, you know, um, it's just as a quick parting shot, I think what a lot of people don't tend to understand, and I've spoken to children's authors about this, children's illustrators, uh, editors and publishers of children's books, is that to write a children's book, a children's fiction, can be one of the most daunting tasks ever even for prolific writers, because to get everything that we've just spoken about in the last 20 minutes, to get it concise in 100 pages plus illustration, it requires some kind of mad genius. So for you to do this, lady, (laughs) as a first attempt, you best tap yourself on the back. And congratulations on your launch uh, tomorrow. Um, I am hoping that there are some launch tours that you are able to share with us quickly for anybody that might want to bring a little one along to come meet and greet and purchase and sign the book? Yes, of course. So tomorrow we'll be at the exclusive books in Melrose Arch. All right. And on the 30th of July, we'll be at the Cresta exclusive books. And on the 23rd of July, sorry, I skipped. But yeah. So it's exclusive books Cresta the 30th and then tomorrow Melrose Arch. Mm-hmm. But on the 23rd, there's a special event um, that Lorraine Sitole has invited me to that she has. It's like a picnic with books with mothers and children. Mm. I will be a guest at that event, which is happening at the Action Park in Cedar Square okay. in four ways. Um, and yeah, those are the upcoming events so far. Awesome. Um, and I will be sharing on my social media other events. There's a brunch and books event coming up in association with Ethnic Kids. Yes. Um, and that's later in August. Yeah.
Awesome stuff. Salamina, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, you've definitely done your daughter very, very proud. Uh, no doubt she will be adding this to her library repertoire. Disaster at Gogos Spaza will be available at all reputable bookstores. And of course, you can catch Salamina if you are in Joburg tomorrow at Melrose. She will be doing a meet and greet with the author and a signing of your new book. And uh, then she will be also at the uh, event on the 23rd. You can catch uh, those details probably on her social media and on the 30th of July she will be out at Cresta. It's time for the final news bulletin.